Okay, I am testing, testing, testing. Testing is testing is my microphone, so I'll test mine as well. I figure the timing works. Oh, it's you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. Scumbar podcast where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, books, Peter Pettigrew, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me today, a married man <laughs> who needs no other introduction. Uh, it's me, Anthos. Hey, hey Anthos. I'm married. Hoppa. Mazel tov. Good on you, sir. Good Thank job. you. You did it. Thank you. You did it. I nabbed a good one. One of the best. Yourself? Yes. <laughs> it was a solo marriage. Yeah, there you go. There was a groom, and that was all you needed. <laughs> well, you did it. Good job. Yeah. You are now officially married. So you don't have to Thank talk you. about being married anymore. You don't have to brag about it all on the, all the time on the podcast. Because I'm because I'm it? Yeah, because you are okay. it. You are okay. embodiment of marriage. Oh, speaking of it, I watched mm. um I watched it the original. Oh, uh, something last week, and then today I finished watching it chapter one, so I'm ready for it chapter two. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, we're gonna segue into that, but just give me two seconds here because I have something very important I have to do. Okay, I have to give you a pirate joke. Oh, are you ready? <laughs> yep. Are you ready? Ready. Why did the pirate buy an eye patch? Uh. Because he cracked his iPhone. <laughs> That's pretty close. <laughs> because he didn't have enough money for an iPad. Good oh, job. You pretty wow. much did it. Wow. Uh, I was on the right track. <laughs> yes, the eye track. Yes. You were there. Nice. Good job. Cool. And with Thank that, you. let's jump into ye old news. Ye old news. And let's just talk about it. Because that's actually my first item I wanted to talk about here was it chapter two. So, like as in all for your news okay yeah so cool. uh it is in the the news here it has released i haven't seen it yet i'm assuming you haven't either nope no but you nope. are now caught up so you're <laughs> but I'm caught up, yeah i, I want cool. to i want to watch it and i i'm um so normally when i watch horror movies i find them pretty funny just because they're just kind of ridiculous um, in most cases, I'll like I'll just laugh and just think like, oh, it's just like the way that things look is, is really funny. Yeah. Um, I can only think of a couple times where I was genuinely scared, and one was I think I told you about this, but one was watching The Ring in theaters oh. when she's crawling out of the well, and the TV screen's going static, and every time it like flickers, she gets like closer. Yeah. Um, there was a similar moment in It when that happened to me, and that was oh. it was during the projector screen moment. Oh in, God, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <gasps> uh. so that was uh, that was fun. I think uh, other than that, the rest of it for me was kind of like, oh, this is cool. I like, oh, this is really funny. Yeah, and <laughs> just like, but it was a fun movie. I really, really, really liked it. Yeah, it's it's charming in its own sense. It has a character and it's very unique compared to other horror movies. It doesn't yeah. follow other tropes that horror movies do. Um, 
Although my biggest gripe is those jump scares, and I think the projector one is stupid. <laughs> okay. I think I think there's just too many clown jump scares in in the mm. it, it chapter one or whatever it's called. Um, okay. But yeah, that projector one really frustrated me because I jumped like crazy, and it was strikingly, <laughs> it was it was visually striking. Um, yeah. But. It's just it not necessary in my opinion, and and also um, Patrick Hofstetter when he's down in the sewer and the clown is like down there and then mm-hmm. like jump scares up to him and stuff like that. I don't know. I just I didn't think that was necessary. <laughs> okay, I okay. think he's he's scary on his own. Like he doesn't need to have jump scares to be scary. When he's talking to Eddie or something, or when he's talking to uh, Richie, he's already just freaky enough, and I don't think that they need to jump scare it. So I'm hoping in part two they don't do it as much. But okay. we'll see. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's three hours fair. long though. The next one, hey, that's a long oh, is time. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, that should be fine. I'm I'm looking forward to finally seeing like a, something from the It series on big screen because that'll yes. be. I'd like. I'm sure that'll change the experience quite a bit. For sure. I saw the first one uh, at the theater, and I don't see horror movies at the theater very often because I'm always freaked out because I'm gonna jump. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I just didn't care. I I really like it, so I had to go see that. So yeah, I'm excited. I've just gone through the book as well, and I'm all ready. So I just oh. want to go through it. I totally forgot it was a book. Shoot. Okay, I'll have to read the book after I watch the second <laughs> it's movie. It's a long book. It's not easy. Well, it's yeah, I mean, if this was being book. split into two, even the yeah. first one, like the original It, felt like on the long side. Oh, Wasn't and even that, that kind of like a... it, even that's only scratching like the surface of the content of the book. I'm not saying it's not hitting more of the, the themes, but there's just so much content to It. It's like he just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote, then didn't get an editor. So then the book is like massive. It's like longer than Lord of the Rings. All of Lord of the Rings. What? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's huge. Whoa. It's not his longest no idea. book, but it's a very long book. Let's see, the movie length for, for the original, it no, was three it. hours and 12 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that I'm trying to think back to some of the movies that I've seen uh, back from. The 90s first, and stuff and most of the movies are what like an hour and a half the first so then, it is three hours like it chapter one yeah it's oh two and a half oh okay i was like no but, but stephen king's it that was three hours oh the tv three hours and 12 series minutes. one it was a tv series this what, what stephen what, king what, it. yeah yeah stephen king's it what are you talking about this three hours that was a, wasn't that just a movie it was a tv movie Oh, it was I, like oh. a two-parter at night. Sorry, it wasn't a TV oh. show, but it was like a mini, yeah, miniseries. Yeah, the, okay, oh. yeah, Stephen King's okay, the 1990s It with Tim Curry. Yes, yeah. Oh, I had no. That was it. A, yeah, oh. that's why. That's why it's so long. It's because it aired over two nights. So oh. yeah, when you would get this at the movie store, I think this was two VHSs. Ah, uh, no which one. Just I had... dates me instantly when I say it was two yeah. VHSs. <laughs> oh, cool. Like Titanic and Braveheart. Titanic was two VHSs? Yeah, the one I had was. And Braveheart. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Although maybe I had an extended version. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Why? Huh. Did, did you have a single VHS version of Titanic? <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure I had the DVD. Oh. I think there was there. a certain point where I think sometime in early high school was when I stopped buying VHSs. I think the last VHS I bought was actually a remake. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do have that one. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that I remember. The two oh, VHS I totally forgot. Copy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, I do have that. Maybe one of the last ones I bought that I can remember was the remastered version of Transformers, the animated movie. Oh. <laughs> Other than that, like I <laughs> was pretty much just buying DVDs. 
<laughs> I know. That's I told you, it's my favorite movie, so that's wow. that's what I do. Well, I'm honored that I saw it with you then. <laughs> Me too. I, I still think about it. when I tell my friends about like my movie experiences. I always mention that one because like you can't go to Cineplex these days and any movie you can watch, you can just like cheer and people will laugh out loud as yeah. at, like at things that you know you understand now that were like you, that you didn't get as a kid, right? That kind of th- that kind of experience. But yeah, that was that was a genuinely fun experience. I'm glad that. Yeah, we did I'd like that. to get a theater like that over here on the island. That'd be really really nice. Just mm-hmm. to have a theater that plays whatever movies and you can have those kinds of nights and keep reliving those those moments because that would be great to bring that back. Like, I yeah, want to see Small sure. Soldiers on the big screen again. Ooh. Bring oh, back yeah. Small Soldiers. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so moving on. Um, <clears throat> there was the Tokyo Game Show recently. A lot of video game news came out on there. I don't really know any of it, to be honest. Uh, okay. I kind of skimmed through the news on that, except for I did pay attention to Death Stranding. So, Ooh. There was a 45-minute gameplay demo of Death Stranding that came out, and this made really big news because most people didn't really know the genre to Death Stranding yet. And to anybody who doesn't uh-huh. know this game, this is Kojima's new game after Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, he got fired from Konami, and then he started his own studio, which became Kojima Productions, I think. And then this is his first game to come out of that. It's using the game engine from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, so that company helped him out with the game engine and then allowed him to kind of quickly make a game. So it's been five years, I think, since Metal Gear Solid 5, or maybe a little less. And uh, in that time, he's already built a game, which is very fast, and it's going to be releasing soon. And the trailer came out, yeah. and yeah, it's unique. Did you see it? I I haven't seen the 45-minute gameplay, but I okay. saw... Um, I think the last time I talked to you, or maybe it was shortly after E3, I probably saw one of the latest trailers then. So was that it the one what, a where he's talking back. to the woman? I remember him talking to a woman. Yeah, it's like um, a president kind of woman. Sounds sounds kind of familiar. Okay, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that was the most recent trailer, or okay. more more recent kind of trailer, and then the gameplay video. Um, so have, do you know the gameplay of uh, Death Stranding then? Only from what I saw in that last trailer, because I saw him like picking out uh, like a ladder out of his backpack or yeah. something. Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they showed a little bit of it there, and then he explains it better in the forty-five minute gameplay demo. So I haven't seen the forty-five minute gameplay demo, but that's it. So the gameplay is that it's delivering packages. So you have like a home base of some sort. I don't really. Know. I'm probably butchering this, but you have some sort of home base, and then you have a destination you need to get to on a very large map, and mm-hmm. then you're supposed to be able to get your packages to the destination, and it's up to you to decide which items to take to safely go across on that journey and get the packages safely to that destination and then back. Uh, While doing that, there's like supernatural beings that try to get you and stuff. And it's a very, very strange, weird story, but you have to protect yourself, but there's no combat. So it's more defensive and like stealth and uh, ingenuity than it is combat. So to me, it sounds really intriguing. It's very new. No one's ever tried this. I don't even know what genre to call this, like (laughs) adventure stealth i don't really know like it's a very unique genre but it's getting a lot of backlash uh online at least because people are mad that it's not there's no combat like i guess people are expecting metal gear solid um or something that's got more gunplay when this is more about just using the tools you have Um, you know what i actually like just thinking about what i've seen in the trailers and how you know when we when it was first revealed it looked very eerie very creepy yeah and then uh, i think back then we only saw um it was just like a cgi um like a cinematic sorry so it was a cinematic and i think all i remember seeing was just um like a bunch of crabs oh yeah like on the like landing 
or just like washed ashore and then you see Norman Reedus like naked and I'm I feel like that was like all we saw <laughs> yep and then maybe like that was a like year right later after he got fired from Konami like that was within months he had built a trailer it was insane yeah maybe he got fired because he wanted to put a naked man on screen <laughs> well anyway um so then yeah I guess like a year later or whenever the next trailer came out then that one had a little bit more um it added a little bit more like creepiness and eeriness to it I think then they showed a baby or maybe they had a baby in the first one but then maybe by the next one they showed that uh footprints were being made in the sand yep. by something that you couldn't see it was like oily footprints yeah and yep. then uh, i don't know if it was the same trailer or the one that came after but um who who's the who's the guy that plays like the main antagonist mads, mads mickelson yeah 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 mads yeah. mickelson so um yeah so then you you get to see him and he looks kind of all like zombified or, or he looks a little bit like, like Guillermo del Toro was also in that trailer as like a totally different character. Oh, was he a soldier or something? No, he played like a random guy who had a baby in a thing. It looked like a baby Bjorn or something, but it like it's keeping this baby alive with an oxygen mask and he was like <laughs> hiding it and he like says something to the baby and then like runs away. It's like a little a small moment of the trailer and then it goes back yeah. to Mads Mikkelsen coming out with his SWAT team out of like a like a thing. Like a tunnel or something, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah, part so, of the same trailer so he revealed that he had those two actors on board. Yeah. Or director and so, actor, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, re- I remember that scene now. And so just thinking back to those and I guess like what we've seen up until now minus the gameplay, I feel like I like that there isn't combat because Me too. In, in what we see as being kind of like a very terrifying environment, yep. you're even more vulnerable because you can't fight back. And I feel like that should add to the whole experience, like to the gameplay. So like yeah. as you're playing, like you're, you might be in some sort of like constant state of, of like, what do I do? How do I do this? Like, cause I, cause you don't have your normal means to fight back. So I think, yeah, I guess it is a kind of a surprise in terms of the direction for the game, but I like it from what I've heard. So now it's just a right. matter of trying it out and see how it actually works out. But yeah, yeah, it sounds cool to me. I mean, I had to stop and think a little bit myself too, because Metal Gear Solid Five I really liked is one of my favorite games. And I think, like I was thinking about it, I was like, I really like the game, the gunplay in Metal Gear Solid Five. A lot of good guns in that. And it's a lot of fun to just shoot people. Um, yeah. Like mostly you're shooting tranks in that game. You're not actually shooting people to kill them. You're trying to uh, recruit them. So you're trying to trank them so they fall asleep and then you send them with a a parachute so they go flying back to your base and then you get to recruit them and they become yours okay uh, so it's kind of it was really fun that was like one of the best parts of the game was trying to see who had the best stats like pokemon and then try to capture these guys for your base uh <laughs> but anyways so i really liked metal gear solid 5 and then i was thinking i was like well maybe the best parts about metal gear solid 5 weren't actually the combat the combat was fun but maybe that's not the best part the best part was actually the ingenuity the tools which is really yeah. all this game is it's now just gonna be more of the tools and how you make things work so it's gonna be different I don't know if it's going to be fun, but it looks interesting. The story looks great. So yeah. I think it's going to be fun. But to I don't me, know. it sounds like a cross of um, like being an employee of Amazon. And <laughs> yeah. what's um, what's that riddle? Or not riddle. It's like it's kind of like a riddle where um, you have a cat, a dog, and a mouse. Oh, yes. And one boat. And you have to you take have to them get, across... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like this exactly. kind of reminds me of that. It's like a puzzle, That's a puzzle a delivery game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see that happening. And there are some missions in Metal Gear Solid Five where you could tell he wanted to do something similar to this. He mm-hmm. went for like a horror aesthetic and made yeah. it really unique and weird. And 
it was strange because your guns didn't do anything so you had to find other ways to get around or get to your destination kind of thing so there's <laughs> already stuff that he was doing in Metal Gear Solid 5 that was similar to this anyways and if it's anything like that I think it's going to be very good cool so yeah that's all I really want to say about that alright um, I'm excited me too so moving on to that uh, did you see yeah. uh, anything about Birds of Prey I thought I saw a trailer or a, a mention of a trailer for Birds of Prey the did video game or this? TV show or a movie T- uh, a movie it looked like Birds of Prey, are we talking about like like DC like, Birds of Prey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh yeah. No, I, I haven't seen, seen a trailer yet. Okay. I saw a, an article that said like trailer, new trailer for Birds of Prey, and it showed Harley Quinn. And I was like, oh, is that out? I haven't seen that. Oh. <laughs> this is Anthos discovering this on the podcast. That's the sound well, <laughs> of discovering something. <laughs> I I guess like I can I kind of feel like I heard a while back that um that Margot Robbie was signed yeah. to to play in Birds of Prey but I didn't really think much of it. Oh, uh, it looks like a teaser maybe came out. Uh I feel like I probably just heard it on another on another podcast. Oh, I say Birds of Prey teaser. Is that real though? Movie clips trailers. No, this looks like I fan made Okay, so it looks like maybe some footage came out of her, but it's not necessarily a trailer or a teaser. It just looks like footage of her in the costume that's going to be her for Harley Quinn. So, so it was set to debut this October, but postponed to 2020. Oh, oh, the movie was? Apparently, yeah. Oh, interesting. They probably wanted to be after Joker to see how the fans thought of the Joker movie, which is uh, not actually a news item I have on here, but the Joker movie is apparently doing very well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shoot, I, I want to watch that, too. Oh, Me, too. I know. So much to I see. I know. If, if, I, <laughs> if I see anything this year, it'll be that movie. Yeah, and I just watched It, too. I just, like, I'm in the mood for clowns. I got to get no, my clown fix. You saw It 1. You're already losing your mind. I mean, yes. Oh. <laughs> you just got married, and now you're oh. forgetting things. It's just... I can't. Oh, boy. This is <laughs> too um, much going on. Did you watch Breaking Bad? I didn't. I tried to. I watched the first maybe oh. five, four or five episodes. I wanted to keep watching because everybody said it was good, but I just couldn't really enjoy it too much. I don't know why. Yeah, it is long. It's very long. Each scene is long. The dialogue is drawn out on purpose. Uh, so yeah. I can definitely get that. I definitely understand that. Uh, I really liked it. I finished it. And uh, now there's a movie coming out that takes place after the show. So I'm very excited for that. It's El Camino and the trailer just came out and it looks really good. So is it uh, like a spin-off or is it actually based on the same like characters kind, and kind of a spin-off it seems seems to be a spin-off but with with the characters returning so hmm. looks exciting okay cool well i i'll try to get back into it um yeah you don't have to no i have to now that you've talked about it on the you podcast have i if have you to do, then you can move on to better call saul which is a very good show oh, yeah that, that's, that's also a like a, a related show isn't it like a same universe kind yeah. of show yeah, yeah. So better call saul is kind of a prequel slash sequel to breaking bad prequel slash sequel yeah so it kind of it jumps around place. in time oh i see it takes place like before during and after it's very strange so okay so they do like flashbacks yeah. and stuff like that yeah and flash forwards <laughs> I oh i see okay so okay i get it i get it yeah cool um, yeah I've been, I've been wanting to watch that i've heard a lot of good things about that one too well you should that's a good one um <laughs> last of us 2 trailer you did watch that i have the evidence. i did watch it you forced me to <laughs> just before this but yeah, yeah yeah no i watched it that was uh that was nice it was a pleasant watch is it wrong of me yep. to think that i didn't really like it um i didn't want to i didn't really care that much 
until the end. And spoilers if you haven't seen the trailer yet. Uh, Joel was in the trailer at the very end. And then suddenly I was like, oh, man, yeah. And I got all <laughs> excited. <laughs> and then I was like, I want to play this game. But I think it's, I think it's really all it is. Like, nothing against Ellie, but, like, I played as Joel for, like, most of the first game. So I kind of just, like, want to play as him for the second game because that's the character, like, that's the point of view character for me. So playing yeah. as Ellie feels out of body to me, and it feels very strange. And I know, I know you play as Ellie in the first game, but it's just... It's weird. It seems it seems strange to play as a different character now. It'd be like in Uncharted if you played as Elaine. It, and uh, I don't think people would be all that happy about that. Or if you played as, let's say, Sully, just to change it up. And so it's not always a girl. But you just if you're not playing as the main character or who you see as the main character, then it seems weird. So Okay, so I haven't played either of those games, but I'm going to compare oh, okay. it to if you were to play as Luigi in all of the Super Mario games. I was going to say that exact thing. <laughs> Or I guess if you were to play as Zelda in the Legend of Zelda games instead of playing as you, Link. It's more like if you booted up Harry Potter, you started watching Harry Potter, and then suddenly the, it's, it's, it starts off in the Dursley household, it's all about Ron, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the movie I watch. Um, so wait, I mean, Weasley that's household. Not, right, yeah. So that's not exactly... Did I say Dursley? Who's you, said, you said Dursley. I, I was thinking like, well, that could... I mean, he could still wake up in the Dursley house for some reason, <laughs> but, but he's a Weasley. Uh, <laughs> you're a Weasley, you're a Weasley Ron. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dursley. No, you're a Weasley. We got the story mixed up. <laughs> um, uh, you're a Weasley, no, Harry. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, I'm trying to say something and I don't remember what I'm saying. No, I won't let you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't Hermione, know. I just, Draco. I found that, <laughs> I found that funny that while watching the trailer i wasn't that interested i was kind of like okay that like the graphics looked amazing the action scenes looked very cool um yeah but the whole it time i'm did. watching it i'm like oh okay like i don't need to play this I, I like i had no want no need no desire i didn't really care about the story i don't really know the story that i'm watching on there i know the story from the first one yeah and then as soon as joel is there suddenly my whole brain flips and it's just like yeah let's watch it let's play this you know like so i don't know that's a comment about myself that i found funny while going through the trailer i think that's fine i mean like you said you you had a connection with him from the first game so it's only fair that if you were to see him that in the second one that you'd be excited to to relive that in a way right except going further in the story so it'd be like it's in dragon ball dragon ball what's the new one super god Super, thank you. It'd be like if in Super, like, it took place on a world that Vegeta is not allowed to go to because he'll die, so therefore he's not in the show. Then I'd be like, why am I watching this show? Like, and if I was watching the trailer to the show, I'd be like, yeah, this looks like just a bunch of stuff I don't need to care about because Vegeta's not in it. Then at the end of the trailer, Vegeta shows up with, like, a space mask, and he's just like, I can live on this planet. And I'd be like, okay, now I'm in. Like, I'll watch. <laughs> uh, sorry, can you actually remind me? So The Last of Us, uh, yes. like I said, I haven't played it, but... Um, the Last of Us, that came out quite a while back, right? Like quite a few years ago? <clears throat> the Last of Us came out, um, would have been 2013, I think. It was okay. at the end of the PS3. It was like one of its last games. And it was. And it's exclusive to PS, right? PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, yeah. Sony, okay. yeah. Uh, and uh. it was like the PlayStation 4 either was about to launch or had just launched. And then Last of Us came out on PS3. So it was, it was literally like right at the end of the life cycle. Okay, so I'm just trying to think back. So um, I went with you once to Cineplex, right? Oh, no, did I not? For the E3 screening? No, I Maybe never got to see that. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe I'll come I remember... over this year for it. Sorry? 
Maybe I'll come but, over for the next year to do it. Oh, they're, uh, I don't think they're doing it anymore because PS oh, yeah, wasn't Sony's doing their out. own. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sony like pulled out and whatever. So, right. Um, but I, okay. So what I remember from one of the cinematics was that um, they're in some sort of like barn and I guess Ellie, Oh yeah. Um, she's probably getting teased by some other people or guys or whatever. And then yeah. she meets, um, she finds this girl who I think she knows and then she kisses her. This is from that. Is that a cinematic for the last of us part two or is that? Yeah, actually, no, that was, that was last of us oh. part two. Yeah, no, that's, um, I don't want to give away any of the story in case at some point in your life you end up playing it. Uh, but there is a time jump between these two games. <clears throat> okay. So the the Ellie we're looking at in this game is drastically different than the Ellie that we knew from the other game. Like she's older. Yes. And seems very different in personality and tone uh, to how we knew her in the past one. Uh, she hmm. was... Yeah, I don't want to give away too much. So, but I, okay. that's about that's about all you need to know. I mean, it's just she's yeah. very different than a character. So it's almost like a totally different character. Okay. Um, like, in a sense, where the writers can literally be like, okay, what do we want to make? Like, and they can just write anything pretty much. And now they've got their game. So it's different. It's very unique. Okay. It's not necessarily cool. bad. It's just different. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm interested to, to see how how that goes too. I I would like to get back into gaming enough that I could try that out. But these days, it's, it's a little bit difficult. It's a long oh. game too. It's a commitment. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Already, that sounds very daunting. I tried to beat it. Well, we did beat it back in 2013, but we tried to beat it again like years later, and we could barely get through like the first couple chapters. It's, it's just it, so long. Is it a two player game? No. No. Just pass oh, controller. So, oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I probably yeah. can't do that with my wife. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> that, that... <laughs> he dropped it! He dropped uh, the, w. the W bomb. <laughs> so, I, yeah, uh, it would probably just be me playing it like in the dark and she'll just be on her phone or something. It's way too gory for her. She would not like that. Okay, well, yeah, exactly. If she's on her phone, she won't notice it, so that's that's fine. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, that's all I have for news. Did you have anything else? Uh, yeah, just one more thing, but it's going to be part okay. of the uh, my my topic anyway but i will just mention um that so september 22nd marked the 25th anniversary of the tv show my favorite tv show and the one that i reference every episode of the scumbag podcast and that is friends yeah exactly nice um yeah and so to mark the anniversary um i don't really i'm sure there's like a whole bunch of things going on but um i saw that there's somewhere they had like in some sort of like courtyard there's this like building that's all lit up and it's uh surrounded by all these fountains and they had they were playing the theme song and like it was like a water show and light show and stuff like that um but anyway at least here and i assume it would take place on the island too um cineplex is doing three events specifically for friends so event one actually just happened this past uh shoot was it sunday uh sunday i think uh maybe and then the next one is oh no no it was monday i don't know one of these days anyways (laughs) so uh they they showed four episodes on on big screen and it was in vip oh Uh, so they did the the pilot episode um, and then they did the three other ones and then they'll be doing another four coming up this coming Saturday and then I think the following Thursday will be event three and they'll they'll play another four from then um, so yeah it's just how often do you get a chance to watch Friends on big screen so we yeah, went yeah that's awesome it was yeah it was a good time it's um, it's it's actually 
quite different. Like I'm used to having it on in the background nowadays because like I'll just keep it on while I'm doing work or whatever from home. Um, and so like I'll still hear the lines, I'll recite it. Um, like I can picture what's happening in the scene. But sitting down, actually watching it in a theater was a little bit different. Like I, there were some things that like I never really realized or maybe I just kind of like missed because like I never, I never really sat down and watched. But yeah, it's it was a good time. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a pretty cool experience. Yeah, it was. So and I feel if like you're... the jokes, people would laugh at the jokes, and like it'd be like a big theater experience for that. So, uh, well, yeah, yeah, definitely people were laughing. Um, but the guy that was beside me, he, I think he was with his girlfriend or something, and then he was kind of like me. So in my head, I was thinking about all the lines before they would say it. And he was saying it out loud to his girlfriend or to his partner oh, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's, yeah. Which is, it's like, I like that because it it, it also kind of reminded me of when we were watching the Transformers movie because like people grew up watching that too. And now they're watching the theaters like all together, all these people who don't right. know each other. Yeah. And it's, that was kind of the same thing watching Friends because like, I didn't know this guy, but we knew, we knew like all the lines and like we were just excited enough that we wanted to either think it or say it out loud. And so, yeah, it was just, yeah, that it just made the experience pretty fun. That's cool. Yeah. That would have been fun. I would like to do that. I my I don't think I'd be able to do that on my Cineplex because I don't have the VIP Cineplex. Oh. We just have okay. Cineplex. Right. Signplex. No VIP. No VIP. Non-VIP. No. Non-VIP Signplex. Non-VIP. Exactly. Non-VIP. In fact, they actually just upgraded to the... Uh, uh, reclining seats? Reclining seats like... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> to the floating to like, seats to look like dracula or something for a second <laughs> um no uh they just upgraded that like last year so that was very new for both landmark and cineplex oh and anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about these are canadian movie <laughs> theater companies <laughs> yeah uh, yeah um Okay, so I'm confused. Did you do your topic then, or is your topic like... No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, oh, okay. I can get in my topic, but uh, we didn't decide okay. who's going to go first. Should we rock okay. paper scissors well, actually, over this lag time? I was kind of thinking that we had like a nice time with the news, and my topic's fairly minuscule. So I was thinking okay. we could just move right into a little thing I like to call the Wheel of Scum. Ooh. The Wheel of Scum. Scum, 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 Wheel? scum. <laughs> 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 and thaws. Scum, scum, scum. On the wheel of scum, we like to play a bunch of good <laughs> games. I don't really remember what I normally say here, so I'm just gonna say this instead. There are six different games that we could be playing. The first game we can play is Pirate Adventure. Second game is Shakespeare and a Yard. Third, crossover, cross bover. Fourth, a haunting tale of woe. Fifth, who wants to be scum millionaire? Six, swash buckler. Anthos, will you? Brush. That was jarring. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> will you spin the wheel? <sighs> Click. You know what? By the way, I'm, I swear. I never oh, get to show okay. you the screen while you're looking at the wheel, so I'm going to do that for you right now. Okay. Did you already click it though? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. And click. Click. Okay, cool. What were you I swear say? you said Shakespeare in a bar. Bar. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> did you ever watch? Um, there was an episode of The Simpsons where Homer tried to say that uh, the rhyme, um, but he said it. Sheik sells sheik shells by the sheik store. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
What what is we it? Got what is it? Swashbuckler. Ooh, we haven't done this in a while. That's what, I have no idea what we did last time. It's been like a month. We were gonna since. say totally different things because I was gonna say we get this one a lot. And you were oh, like, <laughs> we haven't done this one in a while. Okay, well, so I know that. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I I can recall doing this one like probably more often than the other ones. Except maybe I'm traumatized by the fact that I've had to do a tale of haunted tale of woe so many times more than you have, and so I feel like we've done that the most. Because I, 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 I think ah, we've just, done that three times, maybe four, and you've done it three times. Probably, maybe. yeah. I've definitely okay, done more than you. So. It's time to show your true pirate skills. Matt Brush Nathos will sword fight to the death. With wit, roll the dice. Whichever number you land on is the category. Each fighter must say a word from the category that begins with the letter at the end of the last word said. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Um, <laughs> Anthos, can you roll the dice? Our categories, number one, are countries. Number two, are celebrities. Number three, animals. Four, movie titles. Five, video game titles. And six, fictional characters. Ready and click. It is three. three. Animals. All right. Ooh, okay. So Anthos, take it away and start. And we're not going to do a timer yet. We'll take it slow at first, and then I'll get a timer set up. Okay. All right. Um, Aardvark. Aardvark. Okay, kangaroo. Orangutan. Orangutan. Although uh, I think that ends with an N, not a G. <laughs> orangutan. Orangutan. Orangutan? Yeah. It ends yeah. with an N? Yeah. N. Newt. Ooh. <laughs> um, I wanted to say Trico, but that's a Pokemon. <laughs> that's not an animal. <laughs> that's a fictional character. Uh, so is Talo. Talo is also a Pokemon. Oh my Darn it. gosh. You know your Pokemon. Um, uh, th- uh, tree. Pecker. T- a tick? No, tick is a bug. Bugs don't count, right? No. Yeah, bugs are animals. Are they insects, animals? Yeah, under the classification, insects are an animal. Oh, okay. Tick. Right? Hold on. Insects are animals. This is a dumb question. This is true. I just don't know why. Uh, are you Googling uh, are insects animals? Yes. Oh, okay. The animal kingdom includes sponges. What? <laughs> I, th- I think that's not, not the dollar store kind. I think it says sponges, mollusks, chordates, uh, echi- echinoderms, echi- echinoderms. I'm probably saying that wrong. Ooh, and arthropods. That's, that's like uh, starfish. Like knuckles, the echidna. Right? <laughs> no it's not oh, okay it says starfish underneath it so. oh i see never mind <laughs> so arthropods uh insect is part of arthropods which is a part of oh. the animal kingdom and this is awesome. uh kingdom phylum and class by the way so that's okay. your basic biology lesson for the day anyways cool. so you I were learned. right tick is correct so back to k darn you <laughs> i'm going to say koala yeah that's the only other k that i can think of too <laughs> um okay Let's go with ant. Oh, of course, you would go with the basic <laughs> ant. Well, I'm going to go with the very finessed tabby cat. Ooh. Oh, no, it's back to a T. Shoot. Um, tiger. Oh, well done. R. Thank you. R rat. Oh, what's with these T's? Oh. Okay, and with that, we're going to put the timer on. Oh, sure, you put it on one back to T. You already know I'm struggling. I'm looking at my book. No, this is Trevor wait, Noah. Trevor Noah is not an animal. Trevor Noah. Tiger Hawk was a Transformer. Um, you do well as a fictional character, this one. <laughs> I can't help it. 
um, why can't I think of there must be like some really obvious ones with T Tim Burton Tawny is there a Tawny Owl is that a thing Town Tabby oh no that's what I said Tawn T there must be Tawny something you know what I also just came up with another game oh Thornbird is that a thing Thornbird? <laughs> Is it? I would love that to be a thing. It's a uh, book. Okay, but it's not uh, an actual bird? Oh, never mind. The Thornbird, as well as many other yes. Berneridae, build huge nests of twigs. Yes! You did it. Good job. The Thornbird uh. is correct. <laughs> okay, starting with me. It's a minute now. Thornbird, okay. uh, starting with the D. Dingo. Okay. I, oh, all of mine to... are Australian, by the way. Yeah, you're not saying any simple ones. Um, octopus. Oh, wow. S. Sponge. No. <laughs> I, well, you could, uh, I guess. Starfish. Right? Uh, horse. Oh, wow. Okay, I can't even get the timer going. We're going to oh, have to put this back to. No, it's fine. It's all good. That just means you're good. Means you're For good. For now. For now, okay, we're going to thirty seconds speed round here. Horse. Oh no, pressure. E E E. Oh no. E. Oh, don't look at its clock. Oh no, timer's on. Eerie. Lake Erie. Oh my gosh, I don't know. A I Ent 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 Ender Enderman. Egg. Egg. <laughs> Eggs. No. Oh, oh, don't look at the timer. Oh, I looked at the timer. Oh, it's no. done. 30 seconds is over. Uh, see, you know what? I think we just can't play this game when the timer's on. Oh, no. That, that's what it is. It's just the what pressure of the that? timer. Normally, I can figure it out, but man, I totally blanked on E. What, when you did said, you have one for E? Uh, yeah, eel. When you said eerie, oh. I was like, oh, just like change your accent and you might hear it. <laughs> Eely. Eel. <laughs> okay, so I came up with another game, and now we can t- talk about replacing a different Scumbar Spinner game if you want to. It can be oh. Hunting Tale of Woe if you want it to be. Um, so, the game I just came up with is actors or celebrities or famous people in general. You say one first name, and I'll finish it. And I came up with that when you said Tim, and I said Burton. So that's oh. exactly how the game would play. So I would say, like, Ned... And you could say Flanders or something. Actually, in fact, it could be anything. You just finish the uh, finish the finish the two parter, I guess. You know. I like that. That's fun. What do we call that? That would uh, be called. Uh. Nah. Tit for tat. <laughs> uh. <laughs> sh- sh- sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> a little bit of spice makes everything nice. That doesn't make sense. Tit for tat is kind of funny. Knit for nat. Knit for nat. Knit for ant no, for mat. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> cool. Ant for mat. Ant for mat. <laughs> sure. Not bad. Okay, that for, that's a working title for now. I definitely won't get that just by hearing the title, but okay. You all heard it here live. We just created that. So that (laughs) one we'll have to try out next time. Um, We can also, uh, like, you know, with with doing Swashbucklers, since we've done it so many times, because, I mean, like, eventually, well, 
Yeah, like I guess changing categories or years from now, if we ever go through the categories so much that we can just recall it like really quickly, right? That it's like not as fun. Um, not for us, but I mean, not as fun for the listeners. We could switch oh, it it's to. It's always fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we could switch the category to something like um, what's it called? F- three, five degrees of separation, or three degrees of separation. Okay. Um, I'm really not that good at it, but. Yeah, be fun. I, I like that game too. I, I think that'd be a lot of fun and I play that in my spare time with myself. Oh, so well then we that. shouldn't play because you're going to destroy me. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I like it. We okay. can work together. That's not how the game works. That's not a thing. <laughs> That's sure. going to be one of my best quotes of that show. <laughs> I forgot what the quote was the other uh, day too. Oh, you know, so, um, so the first episode, like the pilot episode, like I think like, you can tell like Ross is already very melodic because like oh, yeah. his I mean his first line is very like melancholy but he's just hi right like that's his very first yeah. line in the whole episode but then yeah. later on I think halfway through um, he says to you it's after Rachel uh, what is it oh maybe it's not the first episode. oh yeah yeah I think it's like Rachel she's just like dealing with cre- cutting up her credit cards and like having to like find a job and stuff like that um and then phoebe makes some sort of analogy of when she was uh uh of how she like her mother died when she was young or her mother committed suicide her dad left her and then she like i don't know grew up on the streets like that kind of thing so she went through this whole spiel and then ross was like i think the words you're looking for might be anyway and it just like already from that, it's just like, wow, it's already melodic. It's melodic Ross. Yeah. And that's yeah. just how you know it is for the whole series. I remember that exact moment too, because I watched the pilot not that long ago and I remember that. Yeah. I think it's the pilot. I remember that. Nice. I also yeah. watched the episode with the bar where they like still had the bar. Oh. I saw that yeah, recently yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, is this is this related to your topic? I can't remember. Sure, yeah, it is. Should I go into okay, it? Okay, so this is kind of a segue into it. Okay, so yeah. now on to topic yeah. number two, even though it's topic number one, but it's still, yeah, but, you know, it's same, same old thing. 1.5 or 1. something. 1.5. Um, anyway, so my topic, because of the 25th anniversary, yes. is Friends. Awesome. So it's, um, I guess I thought of a, a few things we could generally talk about, but otherwise... Figured Chandler's just, weight. Just, sure, yeah. And how much it, it fluctuates and fluctuates. the show. Weights. Yes. His weight fluctuates. Hey, 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 yeah. He is zing. Oh my gosh. We were watching, I think it was that episode with the bar. It was that one uh, where like they used to have a bar before it turned into Central Perk. And um, yeah. yeah, Chandler's so skinny in the episode. He's really it's skinny like, there. Yeah. Very skinny. It's very crazy. Very jarring. Yeah. That was, uh, let's see, he was hanging out with Monica, if I remember correctly. And yep. then they found out it was going to be closed down and turned into a coffee shop. Was it yep. his response like, who drinks coffee? And there's something like that, right? Yeah, it was, I, I think yeah, it's something like that. It's something, it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that also? Oh, maybe it was a different episode where there was that flashback where Ross and Phoebe actually Phoebe? made out a little bit on the pool yeah. table. It was the same episode or a different? Same episode. episode. Oh, okay. Same one. And yeah. Chandler and Rachel hook up, and oh, Monica yeah. and Joey hook up. Yeah. Right. Ah. Right. 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 It was right. like the who's who of friends. Yeah. Um. Okay, sorry, what are your topics on Friends you want to talk about? Well, okay, so I, I thought about... Um, I actually thought about this because I watched watched it in theaters, and I was just trying to think, has any other show had such a following that on this kind of... Uh, like, on an, on an anniversary, they would put in so much effort for, like, social media, 
um, making an app for it. There's like a Friends 25 anniversary app that you can download. Oh, wow. um, and then also releasing episodes in theaters. And I can't really, I can't think of any shows. Maybe you have some in mind, but I guess for me, that kind of just, um, it just further promotes the fact that Friends was just a, such a successful TV show, like more so than a lot of other 90s shows that came out at that time. And I don't know if it's because of just the timing alone or um, like the demographic that watched it and that they can still watch it now, like the timeliness of the the content. Like, I, I, you know, it's just I'm sure there's like tons of stuff that we can talk about. But what, like I said, just what got me thinking about it was the fact that being in the theater, it just seems like it's so much more successful than other TV shows. I don't know. Can you think of any other TV show that had such a good following or this much success? Uh- there was like some really massive shows that everybody would watch. Uh, Seinfeld is one of them that I would put up there. Yeah. Maybe not to the level of Friends, but at the same time, I feel like it was mm-hmm. either bigger than Friends or as big as Friends. Yeah. Um, especially at the time when they were overlapping, Seinfeld was much bigger than Friends. But uh, Friends, the thing is, like, it's almost two different things. Friends became now such a massive show that has continued on. It keeps going, right? Um, and I think a little bit of that is also Netflix. Now that it's been on Netflix, it's like skyrocketing again. Mm, so yeah. you're not only taking the people our age, but you're taking the, the, the younger people that are watching it now and also enjoying Friends and keeping that going. Yeah. So that's something Seinfeld doesn't have because Seinfeld's not on Netflix. And uh, I feel like I'm some of the minority that still has the resurgence resurgence of watching Seinfeld over again. Yeah. Well, I feel like people our age don't do that as much anymore because we just watch what's on streaming services. So mm-hmm. Friends, I don't know. It, uh, I think, yeah, I think other shows have been as successful as Friends or done it like Friends, but haven't kept that success while Friends seems to keep the success because when Friends finished, like they had a lot of good factors too. When Friends finished, DVD sales were huge. Everyone was buying DVDs and box sets were Friends. That was when box sets were becoming a thing, right? I have Um, every season of the box set. Right, so Friends yeah, did the DVD. whole DVD box sets and they, it worked out where you could buy the whole package. And I remember when the big box set came out for all the seasons of Friends on DVD, that was like a bestseller. Like you go to HMV or whatever and they would be selling this thing like crazy and everyone would be buying it for Christmas gifts. Yeah. Um, then like years later when Blu-ray took over, uh, there was box sets of Friends on Blu-ray. And so people yeah. were buying the Blu-rays. It was like, oh my gosh, like it just keeps going. Not yeah. to mention on YouTube, Friends bloopers were a thing too that people were always watching bloopers for Friends or like little outtakes or uh, extended scenes, I mean, uh, to Friends on YouTube, which were really popular videos. So it like it never died from when it stopped airing to now being back on Netflix, which I like to call airing again. So... <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's back on TV. And another show that has a similar feel is uh, The Office for me. Because when The Office finished, it was starting to stream on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And The Office is the number one watch thing on Netflix. And Friends is the number two watch thing on Netflix. So, really? Yeah. So it's uh, so I don't know. The Office might be more popular than Friends currently. Because like the Reddit even to The Office is just like huge. And the memes from The Office are huge. They're everywhere. Um, but Friends is also huge for memes and it also has a Reddit to it as well Um, and as you're saying it has the app as well and Friends has been around longer so it has more people but I could see The Office Sky uh, overtaking it eventually Um, but it's just kind of I think a bunch of lucky circumstances plus the era that it came out in um, but also being a good show uh, with a cast that's all still alive and is still uh, talking to us all the time and uh, Mm -hmm. keeping up with like basic movie trends and being on Twitter and stuff like that too. So 
it's a mixture of a bunch of different things, but yeah, it's very successful and good on them for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I think um, I definitely agree with that. Um, a lot of points there. Uh, I guess maybe in terms of me classifying the show as being successful with all of it, uh, all the stuff that's happening now, I guess you could say that's more of a marketing thing as opposed to they're doing it because people are still wanting more, if you know what I mean. So, right. Um, Because like you were saying that they released the box sets on DVD and they were a really big hit. And that was obviously after the show had finished because they couldn't release it otherwise. Like they couldn't release the whole box set until it was all aired and done. Um, And then you said that they re-released it for the Blu-ray. So that to me kind of sounds like it could be that, well, they did see a good marketing opportunity because it was still fresh. Um, and, And I guess now uh with the whole like 25 year anniversary like it's maybe it just seems to be an ideal opportunity to bring things back as opposed to oh like people are still really hype about it so yeah i guess it could be it could really be either way um and i guess i'm just trying to think of like if it is the fact that like the show itself is really successful what do you think makes it such a successful show like would you say it is the characters um the lessons like per episode or like whatever life lessons or just like I don't know, the connections between the characters, um, the, uh, what would you say? Um, maybe some of the things that it touches on in like in each era. Cause like it aired, like it first came out in, uh, in the nineties. Right. So mm-hmm. by the time it aired, um, I guess, I mean, I don't really know what specific things that they were referencing in the nineties, but you know, the way that they dress and maybe the way that they talk to each other, um, and just like the New York lifestyle, probably in the '90s was uh, a little bit more different than different from what it is now. But even still, over the ten years that they aired, you got to see that progression go from like where they were in the '90s, kind of like that old school kind of look, to like getting to the modern time. But I don't know. Yeah, what what do you think made it such such a good show? Well, the major thing, and I'll point out Seinfeld again because it's easier with contrasting. Uh, shows so in Seinfeld the major shtick was that all the characters are unlikable uh, all four <laughs> characters well that's the thing all four characters are relatable but full of sin so they're doing everything that <laughs> right like you uh, you you know like Jer- Jerry would say something like oh like I was in the theater and the kid was so annoying I just wanted to throw him out the window or something right and all right. the other characters be like I know I hate that you know and then you'd be watching and be like that's how I feel sometimes you know yeah. and you would get it um, yeah so that's the whole thing. Like that's that was the shtick of the show is unlikable characters. Uh, when Friends came out, they did something that was a first. They made a sitcom that was a boys and girls sitcom. It was for mm-hmm. both. Yeah. And so they split the cast three and three guys and girls, and the show is so uh, it's like a chameleon. It changes halfway through. And yeah. the magic trick is is that you never notice the change. So you'll be watching a scene of Monica and Rachel and. Uh, Phoebe and there it's a very girl heavy sitcom and they're making all these jokes and stuff like that that should only be funny for girls but the guys still find it funny because it's actually very funny it's yeah. well written the thing is the only reason the guys were there watching was because the scene just before that was Ross and Chandler and Joey and you watch them doing very guy like things and then it'll switch back and forth and then they start blending them in their scenes and then they put them all together at the coffee shop or whatever right and then it works yeah so you'll see that in the first season, there's a lot of just the guys oh, yeah. hanging out or a lot that's of just true. the girls hanging out. And it's, uh, I think that's the big shtick of Friends was they were like the first show to be guys and girls together in a show. Not like really? together, but I mean like, I mean, 
the uh what, what's that called the audience the audience was four guys four girls in one show it wasn't will and grace so it wasn't like a married couple yeah it was single friends guys and girls and you're watching it together <clears throat> and will and grace like I, i'm think trying to think of some other shows that i know um were really popular back then so yeah will and grace didn't that come out a little bit after friends i think Let's that was see. a little bit after yeah Let's see what's the other and one then, there's a there's another one that was 1998 uh, oh, yeah it's later there's four shows that were like the New York package shows: Seinfeld, Friends, and two others. Uh, We've Mad talked about, about you? before. Mad about you. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mad about you. So that came out in 1992. Oh, yeah. so that's actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Something else. And that came out December. Wait, wait. September 23rd, 1992. Yeah. And they're all like connecting to this oh. like New York kind of thing. But Friends was very much like. I don't know, like, you watch it now and you realize there wasn't other shows that were like that. The, the conversations that Monica and Rachel and Phoebe have together are not the same kind of conversations that, uh, if I'm thinking about Seinfeld at least, that Elaine has. Like, Elaine is so much of, like, a dude in Seinfeld because Seinfeld's kind of just a dude's comedy. Right, yeah, yeah, made, that's true. It's made mostly for guys. That's not saying girls won't find it funny. It's also not saying that guys won't find girl sitcoms funny. Mm -hmm. uh, Golden Girls is a great example. A lot of people love Golden Girls, so... Golden Girls. Also, um, another New York... TV show that uh, I've started rewatching is uh, The Nanny. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Do you like it? About that. I, I I can't remember if I liked it, but I used to watch it. So probably. Yeah, I, I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I think I just watched it with my mom a lot, and I remember liking it and not really, not really realizing why. And then now rewatching <laughs> it, it's uh, like I, I think I understand the the humor much much more differently. But right. I, yeah, I still really enjoy it. I think I just, I've only watched the first, um, I don't know, two or three episodes. But the delivery of everything is so different from something like Friends. Because for, for something like The Nanny, um, there's a lot of, uh, I guess you'd say like playing to the camera. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know if that's the term. But, you know, if she makes a face Breaks because she's reacting to she somebody. Looks at the camera. Well, sorry, it's not that she looks at the camera, but she does something that like, it's it takes away the the. I, the way I say it is it takes away the realism of the show oh, because yeah. like she'll kind of react in these ways that like I feel works because it's on camera whereas like if somebody did that in person I'd be like wow this person makes really weird faces in real life you know what I mean whereas in friends like there's there's a little bit of that like the I feel like friends um friends kind of plays more on the on the cusp of realism and not realism if you know what I mean right. so like yeah. Yeah, yeah. like they're the characters they play are i feel like they're very extreme versions of real people like you'll find people that have these kind of traits so you'll find somebody who is um like joey i guess like his character trait is kind of he's like a womanizer right um yeah but he and he kind of like hits on every single girl that he walks by so you probably i mean i don't know any person that's like that but i can see how yeah there would be somebody who would probably be noticing a lot of women pass by him or uh or vice versa if it's a girl that knows a lot of guys and would maybe think about like hitting on all of them um right and then who else there's like monica who is just like the really obsessive cleaner and always has to have it her way. Um, yeah. Like I feel like, yeah. So these are kind of more extreme characters, but then when you get them in these conversations together or when they, when they're sitting at central perk talking about their experiences, they're, they're reliving these things that like have affected them in some way. And then that's like where this realism is as opposed to like when right. they're in their apartments and they're trying to, I don't know, like they're, they're kind of like playing off different, um, 
don't know, different stories or, or whatever, but, um, yeah. So watching, watching Nanny recently, it just kind of hit me like, wow, there's such a difference in how these shows were, I, I guess the direction of the show and how they were meant to attract the audience. And when it comes to friends, I think about how, uh, I never really took it as a show that revolved around Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel that much. But then now rewatching the pilot, uh, I'm I'm starting to kind of rethink like wow this whole series was a huge journey for everybody witnessing Ross and Rachel's relationship, and I'm not trying to say that the whole premise of Friends is the Ross and Rachel relationship, but that was intertwined throughout every single season in all right. different ways. Whether it was between them, between them and their friends, between them and other people, and and like between them and a baby, and like all that kind of stuff, right? Like you right. still see the others go through relationships because otherwise Monica and Chandler wouldn't have had their time to shine. Um, and even Phoebe like ends up marrying somebody in the end too. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of like such a such an eye opener just to watch that pilot and go wow, there was so many more things about Rachel and Ross happening from the get-go that I had no idea. Because when I watched it, I was, wait, 1990, 1994. I was seven. No, I didn't actually watch it when it first came out, but I was young. So things are different now. Life changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it's kind of a yeah. two-parter part of it, though, right? Is that uh, the first part is that they had like their shtick that was different from all other shows. Yeah. Uh, I think the other part is what you're getting at here is that the actors drove the script. Um, so the script initially, like you said, was written for Ross and Rachel for them to be the main characters and for everyone else to just be side characters. And as you probably know already with the Friends trivia is that all the uh, the actors who play Rachel and Ross didn't want to do that. They wanted to split it evenly between them all. So all six of the Friends had to they split their cash evenly and how much they got paid. Oh, did but they actually? It, yeah. So the, no one okay. got paid more than anybody else. And that's nice not normal for sitcoms is usually the per- the bigger actors that get more money well uh david schwimmer and jennifer aniston didn't want to do that so they they um made sure everybody was shared equally in the cash but in doing so uh the jokes the humor everyone playing off each other worked i think even better and that's what then started to drive the script so then the characters became the focuses for like the next episodes to write instead of it just being okay how is ross and rachel gonna get out of this one it was more just like Oh, like what's Chandler doing and how can we incorporate Ross and Rachel's storyline into what Chandler's doing today kind of thing. And also mm-hmm. let's, we got to make sure Joey's doing something and we got to make sure that Phoebe's <laughs> also doing something. And in doing so, they ended up pairing up people and making really funny situations. So, yeah. Uh, so I think the, the characters drove the script instead of the script driving the characters in this show, which started to make for some really good seasons, like right around four and five. The show really picks up and gets really good. Actually, okay. no, whatever yeah. the season is with the bald girlfriend of Ross's. When Ross is the girlfriend, she goes bald. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like, wait, is that, okay, the beach house. Yeah. I feel like that's like. It's a season, season endy, er, ender. And then, that must uh, be like. Finale s- and, and premiere. I feel like that's like season three. Yeah. Uh, Whatever see. that is, I feel like that's the moment when they found themselves, knew exactly what made them tick. Yeah. There we go. And they just went full force with the show. The one at the beach, end of season three, episode yeah episode 25 yeah i don't know who the writers were at that i don't know who the crew was or anything like that but whoever they all were that's when they knew exactly what they were doing (laughs) and then they they could move on from there yeah oh i remember watching that live or not live but like by this time i was actually watching it regularly weekly as it came out and then watching watching that last scene 
as Ross went into the hallway and was deciding which door to go th- which door to, to go, go to, yeah. whether yeah. it was Rachel's or, or the other girls. Yeah. And then, yeah, we don't find out until the next season. Oh, that killed me. But yeah, <laughs> good times. Good old friends. See, for me, I never watched Friends live or like maybe I, I ca- caught it a few times just every yeah. now and then. But I was always watching reruns. So f- when that would happen, what I would what would happen to me all the time is do the credits after he did the doors. And then we go to a commercial break. Then I come back to the next episode, and it would be the next one in the in the season. So mm-hmm. it would continue on right away, and you get to keep watching. But you wouldn't know it was the next season. You just kind of thought that was the next part of the story. So right. it wasn't until like <laughs> Netflix that I actually knew what was seasons and stuff like that. So. Oh, I see. Uh, or otherwise, you can kind of count on uh, Chandler's changes to signify what season it was. Because mm. like he, yeah, pretty much every season he looked different. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. If, I know he had like a drug problem and was going through rehab yeah. and stuff, but. I'm assuming, yeah. yeah, in between the seasons, he was going in and out of rehab and going through those situations. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, what else was I gonna say? Um, actually, well, I, I wanted to sort of touch on, um, I guess, comparing the episodes in terms of what the audience gets out of it. Um, so I was thinking. Like I've also been watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air because that's also back on Netflix, and oh, what I've is noticed that on about Netflix? that, ah, yeah, I gotta go through that. <laughs> yeah, so, I, so now I, I took a pause from Friends to have uh, Fresh Prince in the background now. Oh. So reliving through that, like, and I, I, I've told you before, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but Will Smith was one of my like inspirations as an actor growing up too. Right. So there was Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, uh, Will Smith, and also Jackie Chan. Um, and so, and yeah, Will Smith, he's um. He's always one to to make me cry somehow. He's just always good at doing it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so what I've noticed from the episodes in The Fresh Prince is it seems by the end, at least in the first couple of seasons, it seems by the end of the episode, there was some sort of um, like life lesson or moral that they were trying to kind of instill throughout the story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think we get that so much through Friends. Um, no. At least not that I can think of. Uh, so if it's not life lessons or I don't know, what, what do you think, what, what do you think it is that like the audience is getting out of each episode from friends? That's, that's kind of funny. I don't know. I just, I guess I want to keep springboarding off onto, uh, onto Seinfeld, but there was yeah. a thing that the creators <laughs> of Seinfeld, the, there's this thing the creators of Seinfeld always said when writing the episodes yeah. and it said no hugging, no learning. And what they always meant by that was their episodes. There can't be any like. Uh, hugging and making up and there can't be any learning so there's no like I learned a lesson today and today I realized that and like that's how the end episode ends oh, and there's also, there's also no like by the end of it these characters are going to make up and hug like if you think about Chandler and Joey like maybe they're fighting and then they hug and they hug it out so there was like no hugging no learning was always their thing for the writers like that's never going to happen in this show and it never did so in the show ah. it never resolves like that but anyways that's funny I never thought about that for friends though I never thought how does it end like are they trying what are they trying to say what are the writers trying to say in each episode yeah so i guess i don't know that's a really interesting point i guess it's almost for the jokes mostly i I was gonna say because when i think of um i can't really recall any specific end scene before the credits but i can think it's always some sort of just like it's a payoff like a like it's a funny moment or or something like that well they i feel like they usually do um something that is somewhat related to the rest of the episode but right maybe yeah uh, oh I, I, I could think of one so there's that one episode where Chandler he's um 
I think he just like sits around and watches TV all day. Monica is in between jobs, so she's trying to find something to do, and so she starts working out with him. And like throughout the episode, she's getting him to like run with him, do push-ups, and like wake up early on Sunday morning or something like that. Um, I think the last scene before the credits is that. Yeah, she wakes him up on a Sunday morning, tries to get him to go for a run, and she's all like perky because that's just how she is. And then he starts talking her down, uh, saying that, you know, it's, um, it must be really hard for you. You know, uh, you're, I can't remember, your boyfriend left you or you're, a bit, you don't, you're looking for a job right now. Um, it's like all this kind of stuff. And like your parents aren't uh, supporting you or something. Um yeah, it must be it must be hard for you to keep up all the energy, and so she's like slowly kind of like succumbing to it. She's like, yeah, huh, yeah, yeah, and then eventually he suggests, you know what, you know, it's okay, it's okay to take a nap, and she's like, oh, okay, just just a little so she goes to take a nap <laughs> he puts the blanket on her when she gets on the couch and then he uh i think some classical music comes on and he kind of like dances back into his bedroom <laughs> so it's it's just like stuff like that right i guess yeah it's you're not really it's not really like life lessons but it's just right. they're just overall fun interactions between people like i i can think back to uh when i was in high school walking with my friends to school and we would always say like oh man how cool would it be if we we lived across each other in apartments just like like they did in friends and oh, i think yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just that we wanted to live across each other but i think it's because we were also looking to have those kind of interactions with our friends yeah. like the way they did on the show because they were just so and i'm kind of going back to the whole like on the cusp of realism and extreme but still like going going beyond um moving away from what is like more realistic there was so much more fun. It was much more charming and there was like a lot more charisma to that, um, to their connections that way. And I think, yeah, like that's, I feel like that's what people would get out of the episode is just you get to embrace a kind of relationship that you would like to have or that, you know, that you appreciate or something like that. And actually, I never yeah. thought about that with like, yeah, the meaning behind each episode. Uh, because in How I Met Your Mother, which is a show that everyone compares to Friends, because oh. everyone always oh. says How I Met Your Mother is a copy of Friends. Oh, um, is it? Huh. It's it's not really, but it has a it has like a lot of similarities. Um, so people. Oh yeah, don't... they always meet at the pub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, um, what's his face? Ted and Robin are always like on and off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there ends up being a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah, Ted's an architect. Ross was a archaeologist. Paleont- paleontologist. Um, or, or yeah <laughs> what's an archaeologist then uh archaeologists the people that dig it up the paleontologists uh, yeah. people are the ones that study it <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah um it's probably like the most crude way of saying that uh anyways <laughs> so with that show though i feel like every episode they were trying to teach you a lesson because in that show he'd be like kids you know oh yeah I, I never i never told you about this like this is one thing i realized the most important thing about love or something and then he would make one little life lesson right yeah um so that's actually really funny how people compare the two, but you're right. Friends didn't have any of that. Cause yeah, it's all just about watching people's lives. It was just watching them live. It wasn't yeah. like flaws at all. Right. And that's what made it funny is that it was relatable. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the way like, you put that. It was watching them live. I think that's a really yeah. good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably why we all did say those things. It's like, I want to live that life. I want to live like that. Cause that's an interesting way to live. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I never really yeah. had nostalgia for New York except for sitcom new york which is not real new york <laughs> yeah but true. sitcom new york i want to yeah. go there you know? yeah like, i really want to go there and see what yeah. that's like 
You should go to the NBC studio and then they have the friends couch in <laughs> Central Perk. Oh. Like, cause you can sit on it and like take a picture. I want Sometimes, their other set. I want their sorry? set. I want their outside Central Perk set. The one where there's always somebody like busking on the streets and then there's like blowing oh. by garbage and stuff. I want that set. That's where I want to yeah. go. <laughs> I don't know, but I was thinking of um, uh, Phoebe. Was it? I'm pretty sure she was sitting outside or she's playing outside because the, um, the, the new... Out the the new singer in town like she was her old friend who was like a jingle writer right and so she's playing on the inside um and then as somebody walks in the door opens and you hear phoebe going jingle bitch screwed me over (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i just 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 pictured that yeah yeah um Um, the chick who played her friend there wasn't that the voice actress for tommy from rugrats (gasps) oh I that think sounds right. Are you looking it up? You know what's so funny is I have no idea. And somehow, like, I don't even know where that came from. But as soon as you said that and I heard the woman's voice, my mind just instantly went, uh, like, I don't know, <laughs> Must be her. out of nowhere. You know, like, it. Uh, I don't even know if, like, I hope I it's right. I, I feel like it's got to be right. There's no way I could have <laughs> said that. It's just as you're saying that, someone would be like, is that true? And you'd be like, well, I guess it's got to be. It's liar, liar, right? Yeah, it's it has to be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, while you're looking that up, I yeah. also for the 25th anniversary, Lego released um, a Central Perk Lego set. Yes, Leslie, with, that was that is the trick. Yeah, nice Central um, Perk Lego set. Yeah, so I got it. I haven't put it together yet. I, I it arrived before before the wedding, and I haven't had a chance oh. to go to open it. But oh, you couldn't um, do it at the wedding? Uh, no, we had to set up the cake. Oh, did you see the cake? Uh, oh, I never got to actually. No, I never oh, did. Oh shoot! Oh, so darn it. okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just I'm mention sure it now. I'm sure there's photos. I have to see them, but there are photos. Yeah, um, I'll mention it now anyway. So it was a three-tiered cake. Um, we wanted to find ways to show things that like we really like together, and things that have made uh, like an an impact on us. So and also just something that was fun. So the top tier, um, one side of the whole cake. Was, it, like, it looked like a regular cake. So like white fondant and like nice uh, icing and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. then as you turn it around, um, the it looks like the fondant is kind of like peeling back to show what the cake truly is. So on right, the top tier... I did tier, get to see that where it was peeling back. I just never saw what was inside though. But yeah, sorry, okay, yeah. So the top one was Iron Man. So um, the the center of it had like his, um, his, his logo or oh, like his... Cool his like symbol well shoot what was it the, the power thing, thing. yeah the thing. Power, power thing yeah, yeah. power thing yeah iron power man. thing <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was proof that iron man has a heart yeah that's that's what it was yeah so that was um so that was on the top tier the middle tier was a purple cake with the the friend's door frame you know how like on the oh, inside of their apartment yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool yeah and then the bottom tier was uh was spider-man Spider-Man? So Spider-Man. Spider-Man in the fret? Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So we chose He's Spider-Man. <laughs> we wanted to do like Avengers theme stuff and we only had so many tiers. So we went with um, uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man mainly because of like their connection together uh, like on screen and and throughout the Avengers movies. So um, also now that I'm thinking about and it. And they're friends. I get it. Haha. They are friends. And they also come from New York. Where Friends takes place, I they probably all there come you from, go. from New York. Ross anyway, is Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a cool game. 
Oh, I just thought of another Friends reference, even though we're in the middle of Friends. Uh, you know when um, <laughs> uh, it was just after Rachel told, or uh, after Monica and Phoebe found out that Rachel was pregnant, and then um, oh yes, Phoebe told her, told Rachel, like she was looking at the pregnancy test, and she's like, "You're not pregnant," or she said, "It's uh, it's negative," and then Rachel's going all this like, "Oh, really? Oh, phew." Oh man, like I was, I thought I was gonna have to have to go through this, and you know she's like slowly showing just how like sad she really is, right? Um, and I think she finally asks like, really, it's negative? And then Phoebe says, no, it's positive. And then Rachel's like, what? And then are you sure? And Phoebe's like, yeah, I lied the first time. <laughs> and then Rachel's like, well, that's a risky little game. <laughs> anyway, so just reminding me of that. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I know I'm too many at, friends I'm looking quotes. at the Friends Lego Central Park perk set, perk. which I, I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all the characters are there. You even get Gunther. Yeah, you get Gunther. And you get the cat. You get Gunther's cat, which is Phoebe's. I mean, um, Rachel's cat. The yeah the the snake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what is this thing? Like some kind of snake. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ross has an item. Do you know what it is? Uh, is it? Oh shoot. Wait, is he carrying um like Monica's sandwich or something? No, he or is it a, a briefcase? It's a book. Oh, is it? It's a book. It's a book about is Science oh. Boy. Oh, <laughs> nice, cool, cool. What's Rachel carrying? Uh oh, geez, I have no idea. She's not. What is she wearing in this one? She's not in her wedding dress. It's not the pilot episode, right? It no, might it's... be the pilot episode. I really don't know. Gunther's in I... it, so it can't be. No. Um, shoot, what is she carrying? Is she carrying a coffee tray? No. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. A oh, coffee tray. okay. So she's yeah, working You there. instinctively knew. What is uh, nice. Joey carrying? He's carrying a pizza. And I remember this because what? it looks like he's he's carrying one slice of pizza. And somebody commented saying that they got it wrong because the Joey special is two pizzas. Oh. <laughs> well, what I'm looking at might be wrong then because he's not carrying pizza in it. Oh, what is he carrying? He is carrying... Maybe I'm looking at an old one. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I might be looking at a concept. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me uh, double check. There's a few different ones here to see. Okay, no, what I'm looking at, Joey's carrying a turkey leg and a pretzel. Oh. That's interesting. And Phoebe's carrying her uh, guitar. Yep, that sounds right. But Monica oh, and Chandler oh, are, are not carrying No, you know anything. what? I remember now. Um, because if you... Okay, so on the LEGO website, I think if you actually go into... Like, there's an overview... Wait, what? Yeah, what are you looking at? But there's this one is... that like looks like it's got the box on it. It looks like a legit box. That one, Ross is carrying Science Boy. Monica is carrying some kind of brown ball thing. I don't know what it is. Chandler's got a briefcase... Uh, I don't know. Phoebe's got a guitar. Joey's got pizza. This has got to be it. And then Rachel's oh, got okay. her thing. And Gunther's got a staff or a broom. Probably a broom. I think it's a broom. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't be a staff. <laughs> what is what is Monica carrying though? Isn't she carrying like a muffin or something or cake? Oh, oh that might be it. Yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. cake. These look a lot better than the one I was looking at. Like the the models themselves look really good. For the for the characters like the, the actual lego people oh the actual one they, like, okay. they just look like ross looks spot on and, and chandler looks spot on 
Oh, I see. Okay, so the one that Ross has, the Lego oh. News, the greatest hero ever. Joey looks so good. Oh my god, these are awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to open it up and put it together. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love them. They're so cool. Oh, wow. friends. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't realize I liked the show so much. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm glad I have somebody that I can like just keep talking to about it other than like talking off my my wife's ears. Oh and, uh, my gosh. The double drop. dubs. <laughs> that was uh, uh yeah. Okay, anyway, is that, uh, is that the the topic or did you have more? Uh that's pretty much it, but I mean like if you if you want I could I could keep talking about it. You it's could really, talk about friends for hours. Is what he said. I definitely could. Yeah. Um, talk about it for years. Okay, well, we're going to leave it then, and we're going to head on to the ending of the show, which I like to call the special ending of the show. I don't think I call it anything, actually. It's been a little while. It's been a couple weeks since we've done this, so for it's me... It's been I'm, like a month. It's <laughs> been a really long know. time. And actually, on that note, we're actually celebrating what I think is our one-year anniversary. I was just telling somebody that we've been doing for yeah. about a year. So Are our first sh- episode aired Ooh. September 10th, last uh, year. So we're nice. just over a year now. Wait, we missed our anniversary. So, we should have done something. We, well, it's okay. We weren't recording back then. So, okay. We are now recording, and uh, good for us. That's been a year. Clap ourselves on the back. Cool. All right. Happy anniversary. Hey, you too. <laughs> I can't believe we've been doing this year. It doesn't doesn't feel like a year, but it's no. been a year. So, well, good for us. Yeah. Although we haven't and we took done... a break in the middle of it too. I think yes, because probably because we took breaks. Like we've only we haven't done yeah. fifty two episodes. So that's probably why it doesn't feel like a year. No. But we're, this is 36, so. We are almost Whoa. there. Hey. Oh. Yay. I also have a special surprise for us once we get to a full season's worth or a year's worth of uh, weeks. Something that you and I have discussed, but the audience doesn't know. So we'll get to that once oh. we make it there. So please, hopefully you're enticed, audience. And oh, you can stay with us. Which, uh, thank you. We really do appreciate the plays or the listens or views or whatever you guys want to call them. I just, I appreciate it. You guys are out there and we can see you out there and uh, enjoying it. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. Anthos, where can the audience find you? If you want to find me, I promise I'm still there. I just haven't been tweeting on it because we Either haven't been recording yeah. and I've been busy getting married. But yeah. I'm on Twitter at Anthos1. That's at A-N-T-H-0-Z-1. Uh. And if you want to find me, you can find me at Cast Map Rush. Um, uh, I'm at Twitter there as well. Uh, we'll probably get, start to get better at Twitter once it goes into the winter seasons and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we're also we'll on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're also on Reddit as well. I think that one's Cast Map Rush. Um, or that might no that was actually the scumbar podcast uh, hmm. if you want to email us you can email us at the scumbar podcast at gmail.com you can also find this uh, podcast in video form on YouTube at cast map rush um, yeah uh, or Maprush gaming actually Not yes cast map that's right yeah, yeah. map rush gaming map rush oh my god yeah. I'm so rusty it's at this. been so long <laughs> it, it really <laughs> hasn't it's been like three weeks I think but uh, Matt Gaming is where you can actually find me for all this and then yeah if you want to email us scumbarpodcast at gmail.com um, this will be a video format on YouTube for that and if you want to find us on the podcast platforms or you want to tell your friends about us we're just the Scumbar Podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms uh, please leave us a comment or a like let us know what you think about the show if you want to hear anything else from us if there's more anthos you want to hear or a little less of anthos if you know what I mean um, I'm okay either way <laughs> I take no offense <laughs> Maybe you want to hear a whole podcast about friends. I, I could just step out for that one, Ooh. but we'll see. Oh, it's just me talking. I'd be talking to myself. I'd be asking myself the question and answering it just like Monica when she was in that cooking class. 
She raises her hand. I know, I know, I know. Monica, you asked the question. <laughs> well uh, done, sir. I, I could do it. I, I definitely I could like do it. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, and Anthos, topic number two. Well, don't mind if I do. It's friends. <laughs> Not more friends. Uh, <laughs> um, Anthos, I know you've been waiting uh, ever since the wedding. Actually, you've been planning this speech for the audience. Um, um, without further ado, audience, this is beautiful. Here it goes. <sighs> the relationship or the friendship that Chandler and Monica have is about giving and receiving and sharing. And in this time when they give and receive and share, want to think about that, the love that they have and give and they have and that is shared and received. And through this having and giving and sharing and receiving, we too can share and love and have and receive. All right, that was great. <laughs> <laughs>